Highly Enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. And I'm Sophie McComas. Hello, welcome to the first isolation episode of Highly Enthused. Yes, please bear with us as we navigate this socially distanced world of recording, which neither of us being audio experts is quite challenging. <laughs> Thank you, ye old Skype, for coming to the rescue. Have yeah. not used you in years. <laughs> I've not used Skype either. It turns out this is the one area that Skype's got on lock compared to Zoom or whatever else everyone's using in isolation times. So yes, your hosts are not next to each other drinking or eating or gossiping right now. We're in our own houses recording this separately, which is kind of weird. We did gossip a little bit ahead of this recording. We did. We did (laughs) gossip ahead of this. It's not a highly enthused recording session without some gossip. So what are we going to talk about today in our first mini episode of season three? Exactly. We're excited to be back with mini episodes. And this one was actually inspired by another podcast that you listened to. It was. Um, And you've talked about this book before, Ross Gay's Book of Delights, which is a true delight in itself. And honestly, very appropriate right now. I can recommend picking up a copy if you didn't last time because I've been dipping into it and it has been helping a lot with the solo living isolation blues. So we thought we'd just focus in on some tiny little micro delights that have been improving our mood in week three of isolation. Yep. Some things that are helping us keep one foot in front of the other and get out of bed in the morning, to be honest. And if you are looking for a podcast recommendation, the episode that inspired this was the On Being podcast, their most recent episode with Russ Gay. Um, He also just has a really beautiful voice, so it's quite nice just to listen to while you're pottering around your house. Well, tell me some delights in your delicious voice, please. Okay, so... I have done six because I went, fuck it, and let's do even numbers because whatever, because why not? The time of COVID has no rules. I don't care anymore. I don't even know what day it is most of the time, so who cares (laughs) if I do five or six? (laughs) Um, Okay, so my first one is very specific, and it is Samin Nosrat's laugh on her new podcast. So, Oh, I haven't listened to this yet. Oh, it's so good. So I mentioned it briefly, I think, one episode I can't even remember I mentioned it at some time in the past the past is this last week has lasted a month I swear but it's this new podcast called home cooking and it's her and another uh host who are just doing like basically almost like a call-in show where people record voice memos and then about their cooking challenges in quarantine and like that's great and the cooking recommendations are awesome but honestly I was washing my dishes while I was listening to this and Samin's laugh over these dumb puns that her co-hosts keep making just delighted me so much that like I was giggling along with her and again it was just really nice to have like a human sound in my apartment (laughs) Uh, everything Samin does is just so exuberant like I love it everything the way she eats the way she moves like the way she she just loves it all and wants it all and I'm not surprised that her laugh is matches the rest of her personality yes it was just perfect and joyful and you know when you hear a good laugh and it makes you laugh like that's exactly what this does and also there's some terrible puns in this podcast and she thinks they're terrible but she laughs in spite of herself which is maybe my favorite kind of laugh like when you're laughing, even though you know you don't actually think it's funny and it just spirals. Anyway, um, so that's number one for me, is listening to Samin Nosrat laugh. Number two, 
it's kind of the other end of the emotional spectrum, is um, swearing out loud at my Pilates instructor, even though she's not in the room because the Instagram workout videos that she's been posting are so hard. I literally was doing, so this is um, Lucy Beaumont who runs Scout Pilates. They're doing some live streaming classes now, but they've also been posting these really great like between 10 and 15 minute videos on Instagram on their account just for free, which I, w- I did the like leg and butt one. And I genuinely oh, yeah, was like, I Jesus Christ, Lucy, <laughs> like this is so fucking hard. It's um, good because it's only eight minutes. You can just like smash it out. Yeah, there's no equipment, but I did it. And I literally swore out loud at her as though she could hear me and like respond, which just again was, then I realized what I'd done and it made me laugh. So that was my number two. And I do recommend her workouts. And I sort of been stringing a few together to make me feel like I'm not just like lying motionless. Number three, the drums. In the song Obvious Child by Paul Simon. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> just, just those. No, the whole song is wonderful, but if those drums in the intro don't make you want to start dancing around your kitchen, literally nothing will. I've continued to post ridiculously dumb videos of me dancing on my Instagram because it makes me do it, um, and that is a real banger. So Obvious Child by Paul Simon, get on it. Number four. This is something I didn't know you could do, and it feels like magic. Did you know, Sophie, that you can regrow green onions or scallions or whatever you call from the roots just by well, putting I them in water? Well, I didn't know this, but I have seen people do it online, like in the last couple of weeks. And I told Scott this morning, I'm like, did you know that you can do this? And he was like, no, no, you can't. And I was like, you can I will send you a photo of the ones I have sitting on my windowsill right now. It literally takes less than a day. I have just a little bundle held together by a rubber band because they couldn't stand up high enough. And I have like an old plastic water bottle I cut the top off and I just keep topping it up with water. And they have literally grown like two inches in a few days. It's amazing. It's like magic. So you have to bundle them together because I kind of just glass of water (laughs) um I bundled them together because they were falling over sideways and I figured that probably wasn't great so I'm just trying to keep the roots mostly in the water rather than the body I will we'll post something on our Instagram or post a link to it but I've managed to kill the two herb pots I brought home but the scallions going strong and I genuinely feel like a little kid like it's magical that it's regrowing do you think Uh, they'll grow like into a full-size spring onion Apparently, you can just keep snipping them and they keep growing. Wow. It's like a lizard tail. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, scallions, the lizard tail of the vegetable world. (laughs) (laughs) My fifth one is just saying fuck it and eating corn chips and hummus for dinner sometimes because um, cooking lunch and dinner and sometimes having breakfast every single day creates so many dishes and I... I just can't be bothered to wash the dishes up all the time and then my kitchen gets full of dirty dishes and it depresses me. So sometimes I just eat corn chips with hummus and I call it dinner. No fucking judgment here. No, but I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of content on the internet and I'm guilty of this too, of like really fancy food that people are doing. You know, like, oh, I'm going to soak the beans. That was very week one in social isolation, (laughs) quarantine content. I even think you did put that in our episode last week. (laughs) I did. And I regret it because who is I fooling? Who am I? I've got no one to impress. I am by myself here. There is no one coming over. Impress yourself. 
anytime soon. Well, look, I had a really fancy lunch today, but I'm pretty sure I'm just going to fry some old rice for dinner tonight, as we discussed. Um, getting real dire over here, guys. But I'm just giving you permission to say fuck it and eat corn chips and hummus for dinner instead. And then my final bonus weird one is um, bird watching is giving me a lot of joy right now. Oh, I, you have quite leafy streets. I imagine there are, is quite a lot of bird action out there at the moment. There, there's a lot of bird action. We can I can send you regular updates if you want. Um, I felt like I noticed over the summer in our previous disaster when we had all the bushfires, I felt like there was a real increase in the number of birds that were in Sydney or in my neighbourhood because I feel like a lot of them fled the fires. So there was just so many lorikeets, so many cockatoos just everywhere. And I feel like there's still quite a lot of them. But at the moment, we've got the black cockatoos, which are migrating, um, and they sit in the banksia tree, which is directly out the front of my house. And they eat the banksia pods and then they literally hurl them to the ground. And these are the size of like a big avocado and they are solid. And they hurl them to the ground like hand grenades. Like they make a smacking sound. I've watched cards get dented by these banksia pods and they just do not give a fuck. Like they are terrorists. They just throw these banksia pods down. Like I saw, I've seen people walking down the street have to like duck because they get hit by these banksia pods. Um, and the other day I was standing at my window, like gazing at them, I was looking at them for a solid 20 minutes. And some of my neighbors came out onto their stoop and they were watching the birds. And then like we waved at Aww. each other. And then someone in my building came out, it was like a couple. And the guy was like, oh my God, Sarah, look, it's the black cockatoos. They're magnificent. He was like a mid-twenties guy. And then he saw me and he's like, oh yeah, hey. It's like we're all fans of the cockatoos. We're all here for the cockatoos. Magnificent is such an awesome word to use about a bird. Well, Magnificent. They they're huge. They're literally enormous. Like black cockatoos are kind of crazy. Anyway, so watching birds, very wholesome, very soothing, very relaxing, makes me forget about pandemics for like a solid five to eight minutes at the time. So that is my very weird list of things giving me micro joy right now. Sometimes more than macro joy. The birds give me almost like macro joy, I would say. <laughs> macro joy. <laughs> macro joy. <laughs> what are yours? Please tell me. Well, I can count the number of times I have worn a bra in the past three weeks on one hand, and that <laughs> is giving me unbridled delight. <laughs> unbridled delight. <laughs> How is this because you have an entirely female uh, workforce, so it doesn't matter what happens on video calls? Because I just feel like I have to keep mine contained for the. I mean, it's neck up. It's not. Okay. It's not. Um, I feel like I sit pretty close to my computer. <laughs> So uh, no one can see what's happening below below neck. Okay, well that's good. See, my setup is very much from like the mid chest up. <laughs> I feel oh. like mine needs to stay contained. Well, it's it's glorious, and I might never go back. Actually, I think right. I've crossed over to like more time without bra than with bra on during this time, and I'm kind of don't know if I can go back to that now. Congratulations! I'm very face. proud of you. Joy, joy. Speaking of Zoom, the background personalization feature of oh, yeah. Zoom is something that I've just discovered <laughs> this week in week three and it's so good we've been like picking themes with our team so on Monday everyone will have to pick their favorite like fruit or vegetable to be in the background <laughs> I've been hanging out at Regazzi with our photos of Regazzi in the background I'm like hey look I'm just hanging out at my favorite bar <laughs> oh it's very 
funny. It's I remember funny. hanging out in bars. That was great. Yes, back in the good old days. But that is really fun. If you want to spice up your, your Zoom relationships, that's definitely one way to do it. My favourite is a guy I work with, Billy. He literally he has worked for home for ages, but he has always just set his background as like generic stock image of an open plan office with like someone <laughs> handing him a file in the background. It makes me laugh every time. It's so It's dumb. so funny because the more you like lean back in the camera, the more you can like be in the image. I know. Um, Gemma from our team had like just full fish row like fish eggs in the background and she she backed it up backed it up so her head was the size of one of the eggs <laughs> I honestly laughed so hard it was hilarious oh, the simple <laughs> pleasures <laughs> okay number three so ice cream it's always a joy I know but I actually don't eat a lot of ice cream like at all but I was driving down Regent Street on the weekend uh, and it was my birthday and I saw that Chaconi and Sons was open just doing takeaway. So I like, we veered to the side of Regent Street. Smart move. It's awesome gelateria, which is so good. And I ordered half a tub of honeycomb and half of banana. Mm-hmm. And he, they have that kind of setup where it's not all piled up, like, you know, on show, you have to open the lid of the tin to see it. I love um, that. It just makes it feel like a little secret. <laughs> Yeah, and it just keeps it really fresh, I think. So he opened the tin of honeycomb, looked inside, like went to go and scoop some out, and he was like, you know what, this needs more honeycomb. And he went and retrieved this massive bucket, like massive like five-liter bucket of house-made um, like chocolate-coated <laughs> honeycomb chunks, poured it into the mix, like mashed it all together, and then piled it into the tub. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, thank you. And he was like, that's better. Like he just didn't want to settle for like subpar honeycomb to ice cream ratio. That is the level of service that I truly appreciate in any kind of hospitality industry, but like, no, 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 no. The honeycomb levels are not sufficient. (laughs) It was so good and chunky and just like, you know, when honeycomb just melts into ice cream and like, oh, so good. That was a true delight. Uh, And on the same day, in the same hour, actually, because it was my birthday and, of course, I didn't have any real celebrations this year. I Um, feel so sorry for all of the Aries babies out there. And also I'm preemptively feeling sorry for myself, born at the end of April. I do not feel like we'll be out of this yet. (laughs) I was kind of like, you know what? I don't mind it. It kind of took away all the pressure to plan something and, like, make a fuss. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can just chill and it's fine. (laughs) Talk to people on the phone. It was good. Anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a present because it's my birthday. I'm not having a party. So I just went into my favorite store, which is the DEA store on Regent Street. Conveniently opposite Chichoni and Sons of massive amounts of honeycomb fame. Exactly. And this store is in and of itself an absolute delight because I can't remember if I've, if I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I think it was in our Sydney guide. I think um, it was. But you just cannot take everything in. Like it's homewares and gifts and that kind of thing, all imported and not all imported, but mostly gathered from Japan. And you just have to do like six laps because you just can't look at everything on the first lap. And I just love this shop so much. And I just chose something really small, like a little small ceramic vase that I just wanted to buy for myself nothing like too fancy it was just like handmade and really pretty and I took it home put a flower in it and I just look at it every morning and it brings me real joy great (laughs) buy yourself a treat everyone if you miss out on something nothing fancy just a little 
don't, don't encourage me. I have been leaning hardcore into just constant treating of myself <laughs> and justifying it like I've got to support our hospitality industry in times like this yes I will buy a bottle of yuzu shoe from 10 William Street and have it delivered Iggy's croissants at the door yes please like every day did 10 William Street deliver to Coogee well they're selling off their wine list they had these sales on Friday and Saturday and so they're going to deliver it to me because their manager lives in Coogee too oh my god amazing <laughs> yep small joys <laughs> okay what's next okay, on your list penultimate joy is just uh, hanging out with my husband every night because usually works nights and so hanging out with him has been very delightful but he's been baking sourdough bread in the morning and the smell of baking bread is so good like it's amazing I thought you know everyone's like oh yeah that's nice like smell of baking bread but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> We're really just embracing like, the classics right now. Like, guys, did you know ice cream and birds and the smell of baking bread are still good? Bed and like the zombie arms like come up and I like walk downstairs in a trance to like inhale this bread. It's so good. I also love that he started baking because I've seen some like really funny memes about like please bring back sports. My husband won't stop talking about his sourdough starter. Like please, <laughs> like all these poor men deprived of like rugby and AFL and soccer just being like, I guess I bake now. <laughs> Something I to do. Much prefer. <laughs> Um, okay, and my final delight is our disco ball. <laughs> and <laughs> this is something that I, we bought, like, I don't know, as soon as we moved into this house. We've got one corner of our living room that the sun kind of beams in at um, a certain time of the morning. And we've strung up, like, a $5 disco ball from that we bought from a party shop. And, and it changes throughout the year, but at one point in the day, usually when I'm at work, so I always miss it. Uh-huh the sun like hits the disco ball and it just lights up our whole living room with with these um shining little dots amazing in it it fully turns into a disco and now I'm at home to appreciate this disco hour and it's bringing me a lot of joy do you know what you need to do you need to every time disco hour happens put on a disco record and dance for at least like five minutes while the disco hour is happening yeah it's really gonna happen I think it's also something we've implemented at work and it's great. Like I bought three, I've got three disco balls in the office. So as the sun like moves around the windows, it always hits one of them. It's pretty funny. Maybe I but need yeah, to add one. Up. Add one. It's so nice. It's really sunroom. fun. Hmm, disco sunroom. I feel like that could be cheap, good. Cheap thrills. That's <laughs> all we've got. Cheap thrills and delivered booze. Well, I think that's all we've got. We've all we've got for today's mini episode. We're all delighted out. Well, look, no, we'll continue collecting delights. I'm sure this will be an ongoing theme as we try to adapt this uh, podcast format moving forward. <laughs> Please do tell us what's delighting you at the moment. Hit us up on Instagram at enthused. Email us enthused at gmail.com and sign up to our newsletter for not many links, I guess, but <laughs> um, at enthused substack.com um and you know standard sign off i guess stay safe stay sane uh stay inside if you can if not if you're out there doing essential work thanks very much from all of us we'll just keep disco partying and eating ice cream at home like we're being required to i guess it's not that hard in the scheme of things to do it like hang out on netflix and eat honeycomb
We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.